we get to see this glamorous side of their success right we never get to see the challenges they had to go through the failures they they you know they encountered during their their lives and the, the sleepless nights the tears This is episode number 104 and you are listening to Soultime, a show that explores the world of unlocking your unique potential. My name is Dr. Katja Makovka and I'm a teacher at school, a former teacher at universities and a certified stress and mental coach and I'm your host. This episode is a special one again. I'm not alone today. Today I have an amazing guest. Today's guest is Shadab. She is a certified mindset and empowerment coach and the founder of Infinite Mind Academy. Since her childhood, Shadab has been curious about understanding the realities of nature and fascinated by the mysteries of the mind. Despite her successful career in finance, Shadab decided to follow her true calling and became a mindset and empowerment coach to help people regain control of their minds by analyzing and challenging their subconscious mind programming and to help them break through self-imposed limits, conquer challenges and embrace new possibilities. In this episode, Shadab will give us some details about her path to follow her purpose and help people transform their lives by facing their own fears, limitations, obstacles and challenges. Beyond this, she will give us some insights into her thoughts on what's needed to integrate coaching and personal development tools into the education system. I hope you enjoy our conversation and Shadab's reflections, thoughts and ideas. And by the way, I will add where you can find Shadab on Instagram in the show notes. So don't forget to check out her page. So let's start with today's episode. First of all, a very warm welcome to today's guest, Shadab. I'm very excited that I have the beautiful opportunity to speak today about your journey of becoming a mindset and empowerment coach, your passion to help people face and handle their own challenges and obstacles, how to find our unique path and overcome our limitations, and for sure, about your ideas to uplift the mindset of students at school. But before we dive deeper into your personal story, I want to give you the opportunity, Shadav, to introduce yourself a little bit more. Thank you so much, Katya, for a, such a wonderful introduction. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here and share my perspectives and experiences with your listener. And you have already shared a lot about me, but I would like to touch other areas as well. If, if I, let me let me do it. Um, as you know that I'm a mindset empowerment coach. 
as professional uh, as a profession i am profession i am a head of finance and now mindset and empowerment coaching is my passion as i already told you that um i managed to build a successful career in finance and but there was something missing i always saw that i always felt that something was missing maybe a deeper connection or you know deeper understanding of the essence of life since my childhood i was extremely fascinated by how the mind works how it really shapes our reality uh, so in 2015 i embarked on a self transformative journey and guided solely by my curiosity and determination i explored countless methods to unravel the complex tapestry of our mind and to be honest katya i failed most of the time and i really didn't know what i was doing but i failed most of the time but there was no such thing as uh, quitting in my dictionary so i took every opportunity to uh, uh, every failure as an opportunity to learn and grow and it was in um, i would say that it was one morning when i was sitting on my meditation mat and my eyes were closed and i had an epiphanic moment and i realized that i need to help people with the knowledge with the wisdom that i have gained in my own self development journey but how i really didn't know and i wasn't rushing the process i really wanted to you know i knew that the answer will find me when the time will be right and after a few months of that incident I realized that it is the coaching or coaching could be the medium to help people with the wisdom that I have gained in during this journey. So I, you know, I desperately started browsing for uh, an appropriate online course um that resonates with my own values. But I had a hard luck in that. I couldn't find any that you know really resonated with my values. So I did something. I surrendered to the will of the god you know what wherever when the time is right the right thing will find me right and in that moment this opportunity of jashoti coaching school landed on my lap and oh my god it was in that moment i realized this is the answer to my prayers and i immediately said yes to it and i can say i can confidently say now that i'm a proud uh, mindset and empowerment coach uh, yeah yes that's a bit about myself That's so beautiful, Shadabs. Thank you so much for sharing more background information about your beautiful journey. And it's very interesting and inspiring that you decided to make such a courageous shift in your career path and become a mindset and empowerment coach. And I think it's huge that you have made this brave decision to start in a totally different area of serving people. and you are a very remarkable example of how to change our career path and readjust and create a life we don't need a vacation from and so your journey is very inspiring and despite your successful career you experienced this underlying unfulfillment back then you told me about and I think many people can relate to this. So let's take a look in this direction a little bit deeper. My audience and I are super excited to hear some more little details about this amazing transformation. 
and your journey to follow your passion project to become this mindset coach and recently founded your academy. So let me ask you, what was your deeper why? Wow, such a great question. And I'm pretty sure what, what was my why at that time. As I said that I have always been a curious child who wanted to know more. And I have always been a keen observer and I used to observe patterns in my own life and in the lives of other people. For instance, a, a person getting out of one toxic relationship to enter into one and one uh, toxic or a, uh, toxic work environment to enter into another. People who are getting rejection are getting rejection in all and every area of your life, be it their career, be it their profession. Others getting sick, getting, you know, getting uh, out of one deadly disease to enter into another. Can you see the patterns over here? Something is really happening behind the scene. And that's what I was observing. I was, I was just, you know, I was observing and I was like, what's really happening behind them? As, as if the history is repeating itself. And, and the life is trying to teach us something. And, and we end up having that void in us. And what was that? I had no clue about that. And as I said that I had a promising career and I st I'm still a head of finance. I, I, I had that thing. Um, I had a lovely support system, but I wasn't fulfilled. I was looking for more. I was interesting in knowing why I do what I do, why certain life patterns are repeating in my own life and in the lives of other people. And uh, so yes, I decided to dive deeper into the field of uh, self-development and um, mindset or coaching or, you know, meditation, mindfulness have been my calming companion during this journey. And I explored several methods to really work on that. And that is my major why, because if I would like to summarize it in one sentence that I wanted to know who I am and what is my purpose and why certain life patterns are repeating in my life or maybe in the life of my loved ones. So this was my bigger why. And my why is so strong that it, it, it gave me that courage to jump into the unknown, unknown field. I mean, I was, uh, I said that, I, one thing I, I knew that the old ways of living were no longer working for me. And it was that, that feeling inside of me or that the voice of my soul that was calling me towards something else. So yes, that, that is my voice. That's so beautiful. And you mentioned that meditation and mindfulness have been some of the most incredible tools to calm your mind during your own journey. And I personally think these tools are extremely powerful. What are the most important benefits of meditation and mindfulness for your own personal journey? Mm -hmm. These two, especially the meditation, I would say, that meditation is the most important tool that you can raise, uh, you, you can use to raise awareness regarding your own subconscious mind programming. Because Absolutely. most of the time, we are not really aware what is basically happening behind the scenes of our conscious awareness. To me, uh, people think, I have seen that people believe that meditation is something that is only restricted to, to you know, to the 
monk sitting in the Himalayan mountains, right? And this is something uh, woo-woo stuff. But to me, I would say that meditation is just meeting with your inner being or your soul. When you sit with yourself, you know, on that meditation mat and close your eyes, it's just that you are with yourself in that moment. You are with your energy in that moment. And during that moment, you get to see what's really happening behind the scene, your thoughts. You really do not need to stop your thoughts. All you need to, to, uh, to just observe dots and those thoughts. Let the thoughts come and go and just observe them without judging them or without even reacting. Because once you make a habit of even if you, I'm not saying to sit for one hour, even if you can sit just for two minutes in each, at the initial phase, that's fine. Because when I started, I still remember it was my first day of meditation. I did it for two minutes. And that two minutes was extremely, you know, long over, you know, it was, it, it was like two hours for me. And now I can easily sit for two hours. So that's how I, I let my, um, uh, today when I sit in the meditation, on the meditation mat, I close my eyes, I observe my own thoughts. As I'm very good at observing, I could see the patterns over here. So that's the most important thing that it will help you to raise awareness, what's going inside of you, the, the patterns that are repeating in your own life. And everybody knows that meditation helps you be calm and during the tough situation. It, it lessens your stress level. And because it is why I said that it has been a common companion for me, because I was in the unknown. I really didn't know the answers. I really didn't know where I was going what is you know what what are these methods that i'm really trying to teach myself or what kind of answers i'm seeking but when i used to sit in my meditation on my meditation mat my thoughts used to be as if as if my soul was there to be with me and let me helping me to just you know get rid of those thoughts or maybe not even get rid of them but just to observe them so that is the biggest, biggest uh, uh, advantage of meditation that I have experienced in my own life. And once I raised that awareness regarding my own subconscious program, now it was easier for me. Now it was easier for me to really just question that programming or rewire my subconscious mind. And if, if you ask me, I can even share that with you that how I, I did it. Um, and uh, the other thing that I would like to say is that um, meditation, uh, people think that uh, we have been taught, okay, practice mindfulness, practice mindfulness, but practicing mindfulness without meditation is not possible. Because when I taught myself how to meditate, and I was so observant or so focused during those few minutes of my day, I unconsciously, unconsciously taught myself to be mindful. And after a few months of meditation and getting into meditation, I realized that I am started being mindful without my conscious awareness. And that was big for me. I didn't really got into the mindfulness at first. I, I became good at meditation. And first I became good at meditation. Then it was easier to me for me to go into the mindfulness. And when I started being mindful, of you know this present moment i would say that life is unfolding in this very beautiful moment but most of the time we are so occupied with dwelling into the past into the memories of the past or, or thinking about the future or worrying about it 
that we miss this beautiful opportunity called present and this present moment is something that if you just allow pause just allow yourself to pause your life or be in this present moment even for few minutes that is enough what you'll see is that you start when you start observing this present moment you realize there are no problems in this present moment you realize that how beautiful this life is you can you can get in touch with the nature itself and you literally in this present moment when you start focusing on something that that is in the in the present moment or is in your hand you teach yourself how to be focused you teach yourself how to concentrate all our life we have been taught especially in the school you mu- you must remember the, um, i i do remember that i have been taught okay in my school that i have been told concentrate concentrate shadab focus on this focus on the task so focus on the certain things but nobody really taught me how to be focused but nobody really taught Such me a- how to concentrate right so these were the things when i got into the meditation and i started teaching myself and yes yes these are the biggest benefit of both the meditation and mindfulness that's so beautiful shut up uh, and these aspects reminds me that there is a beautiful quote by rumi about this the quieter the mind become the more you are able to hear that is what you told us right now we can hear what we are we can hear to our inner being we can reconnect with ourselves and come more and more in alignment with ourselves to create the confidence you create the life we are searching for and the probably most audacious version of ourselves i think that's the most important thing to get the ability or to create the ability to hear what's in us thank you so much for sharing this and uh, since you have mentioned the rumi quote it reminded me of another advantage of meditation and mindfulness is that it strengthens your intuition if you really yes. want to you know get in touch with your inner being or intuition heighten your intuition that get into meditation this stuff really works as a result my intuition have really heightened and as if you know i can literally uh, get in touch with my soul to know the answers what is right or what is wrong with me so it is another benefit of meditation absolutely i think our ego is very loud and the outside noise is very loud but our intuition and our gut feeling is a very very um quiet little calm voice so we need to create room for listening for hearing this beautiful voice inside of us with uh, the deeper knowledge and wisdom for us however shut up your path sounds easier than it probably was because it is a major step you have done so let me ask you some more deeper questions about your mindset and how you got there You mentioned in one of our conversations that it's crucial to break through self-imposed limits and face our challenges to embrace new possibilities and opportunities in our lives. And I really think this approach by facing aspects of our inner being um, that are holding us back to learn and to grow is crucial. What challenges have you had to overcome on your path? 
Mm-hmm. Wow, great question. I would say, Katya, that you have a series of good questions or great questions for me. So yes, I had to go through a lot of challenges and the most important challenge or the most you know challenging thing for me was to, uh, or for anybody who is working on themselves is their own subconscious mind programming. And the words of Dr. George Dispenza, uh, 95% of who you are by the age of 35 is programmed. In fact, I would like to share his exact words um, in the words of Dr. George Dispenza, 95% of who you are by the age of 35 is the set of, is the memorized set of behaviors and the um, um, unconscious habits, hardwired attitudes, beliefs, perception, emotional reactions, that really functions as a computer program. So, so it is safe to say that it is, you know, you are programmed by those things. So, and, and the lack of awareness is another thing. Yeah. We are not even aware that what's really going behind our conscious awareness or what's really buried in our subconscious mind. The fears, the limiting beliefs that we have about us that we could have, that we have mostly picked up in our childhood, such as I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not loved, nobody cares about me, things never worked out for me. These are the things that give rise to your associative fears and the fears like fear of rejection, fear of uh, fear of failure, fear of success even, and fear of, of unknown. Uh, and, and, and another big thing is your own inner critique, that negative yeah. mental chatter that when, uh, you know, further compound this with the thoughts like, who do you think you are? You can never do this thing because nobody has ever done in this, uh, this thing in your family. What are you thinking about yourself? That these were the kind of thoughts. Girl, you know, you just need to go back where you, you were. And uh, because uh, remember the last time you tried to do something different, uh, you failed terribly and you embarrassed yourself in front of those people, lots of people. So these were the kind of negative mental chatter that not only confronted me during my own journey, but I am pretty much sure that these are the kind of negative chatters that confront each and every one of us on a daily basis when we try to get out of our comfort zone. Getting out of our comfort zone wasn't easy. It was my own subconscious programming that was being a barrier my limiting beliefs, because whenever I was putting myself out there uh, in any area of my life, I was, you know, my limiting beliefs were stopping me or the fear, I had a fear of failure or the fear of unknown, that fear was itself paralyzing me to move forward in life. But fortunately, my why was, my why was very strong. I had such a strong why, and it was something that was, you know, I had since my childhood, it, it really gave me that courage to jump into the unknown. It's not easy. It's not easy to, to live, uh, you, you, you know, it's not easy to jump into the unknown and, you know, say no to the life you have, or you have always knew and jump into the unknown with the hell, with the hope of finding a new one. It takes courage. And my why gave me that courage. So no matter how, uh, you know, crucial your subconscious mind programming is or how destructive it is, if your why is strong enough, 
that can take you out of that thing. And and in my own journey and in my coaching uh, with the clients, in my own experience with my coach uh, clients, I have realized that it is your limiting beliefs, your fears, your inner critique. That is your greatest enemy, I would say, because we think that it's something coming from outside. We think that it is the people out there who are stopping us. And it is easy because it's easy for us to blame other people, right? But yeah, it, is not e- it is not easy for us to take to responsibility. Face, exactly, to face ourselves. Absolutely, Shara. So true. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. And, and the biggest challenge, these were the biggest challenge. And I would also like to add one thing now, since I have mentioned now, to take the responsibility of my action wasn't easy. Because I was, you know, conditioned and not only I, I believe that we have been conditioned to, you know, it is easier for us to blame other people or the situation or the circumstances or the environment itself. That if this thing has happened to me because of this, 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 or this person or that situation, but when I had to take responsibility of myself, I had to go as if I was going for a, going on a battle with my own self, but I was ready for that. It was like 95% of your uh, mind is subconscious and the 5% is conscious. So when you will be trying to rewire your subconscious mind, what you are doing is that with your just 5% conscious mind, that will, that, um, that why of yours, you will have to overcome that 95%. And it is not easy. I would say it is not easy. We think that it is easier. It is not. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's a huge aspect you mentioned, the 5% of our conscious mind. And you are so right. We have to face our inner critic, our programming, our thought patterns, our inner beliefs. That's true. Nevertheless, most people are confronted with the outside noise. Right. Like you said, we will have to take a step back from the outside noise to face our inner being. But to be honest, what can we do? What is a good tip for my audience to get started to stop listening to the outside noise? Because it's so difficult to face this. And it's only five percent. You are right. And what's the first step? Is there something you can highly recommend to do? Yes, I would like to, with my own experience, I would like to mention that I have always emphasized on raising the awareness regarding your own subconscious mind programming, because it is your limiting beliefs, your fears, yet programming that is being a bit that is hindering your progress and um, meditation mindfulness, journaling, reflection. These are some of the use that, uh, tools that I have learned in my own journey, used in my own journey. And uh, they really help me raise awareness regarding that subconscious mind programming. Another thing that I have learned is just that uh, if you cannot do it alone, it's okay. Seek support, reach out to, to the coach, to the counselor, to therapist, anybody who can really help you in that thing. Um, since I'm a coach, so I'll, I'll tell about that as a coach, we are trained, you know, uh, we are trained to ask the right question at the right time. We are not there to advise you, but we will make you think for yourself and we will not help you only to raise awareness regarding your subconscious mind. We can, you know, uh, we will be helping you to 
rewire your subconscious mind right but and once you became aware of your own limiting beliefs but i'm i'm using the word subconscious mind programming what it is really it is your limiting beliefs it is your inner critique it is it is your fears these these are the things that are or the unhealthy habits that you have or the mindset that you have these uh, these are the your values and everything so once you became aware of uh, become aware of that the next thing that i always love to do and i suggest you know i i can suggest to our audience is that question the authenticity of their of your programming of your i am i am not enough okay ask yourself why you are not enough things never work out me ask yourself why things never work out for you because what what i have what is interesting about your mind is that once you ask once you consciously ask your mind something your mind is you know designed to you know obey you i would say that it will start finding the ways or it will start finding the evidences that okay why you are not enough okay why you are not love or why things never work out for you once you'll do that you will end up finding answer for yourself you know and the other thing could be no matter how powerful our subconscious mind is our conscious mind has a unique ability and that i have really used that really worked in my favor is that to accept or reject the idea our conscious mind is uh, has this ability to accept or reject the idea and our subconscious mind do not have this ability it just literally accepts every idea especially when maybe we were a child we were accepting anything or everything that was coming from the external environment through our five senses right that are plugged into the that were plugged into the external environment and are still plugged to the external environment but when the limiting idea is being presented to you be it coming from your own in a programming or from the outside world just reject that idea by questioning the authenticity of that idea yes it will really work for you so these are some of the tools that i have used in my own journey that you can also start using yeah absolutely asking powerful questions is the most amazing tool because our brain is good in problem solving if we ask the right question so that's a very powerful strategy i highly recommend to try it another huge challenge related to these two challenges our inner critic the outside noise and another thing that is closely related to this is the tendency of people to compare themselves to others so did you ever experience such situation in your own life where comparison was a stumbling block in the first place and how did you rewrite this narrative oh my god it was back and yes i had to you know i i used to compare myself with other people because we live uh, you know i when i was in a school i literally used to compare with my uh, myself with my fellow uh with my mates classmates and everyone why because we have been taught if you are getting good grades if you are getting or you feel reaching that benchmark then whoever will be able to reach that benchmark then he'll be accepted and if you won't be you won't be able to reach that benchmark let's say taking uh, getting good grades in your results and or in any of your subjects then that means you are not accepted and when you are not accepted then that means something is is wrong with you maybe you are not enough that uh, is the thing and 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 it is it also 
we we uh, we are something uh, yeah i would say that there, i would say that i am not enough mentality is just like a disease that leads you to have to compare yourself with other people but over the years what i have learned is that people are uh, compare themselves with others because they have not really accepted some part of themselves and when they do when they do not accept themselves or any part of uh, you know that is uh, that belongs to them then they try to look towards others it please come and accept that thing in me because i am insecure about that and that's what it's not only about me that's what i have observed since i already told you that i was a observer i was a keen observer every single one um, most of the people i would say especially the students were comparing themselves even they were the good ones even they were the ones who were getting good grades in their uh, 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 school and everything they were compared because something and another because we were as we do not accept our wealth then we will try to compare ourselves with other people and will think that we are not enough and that is something that i have often seen in many schools even today that we are and and the society that we live in the social media stuff the social media you know only shows you the beautiful aspect of people's life and then we started comparing let's say if you are struggling in some area of your life career relationship and when you go to the social media and you see the opposite of it the people are having a beautiful relationship or having a you know beautiful promising career then it is something that you will try to compare your life with other person or that person and you 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 will think okay maybe i'm not enough there is something wrong with me that is the fact and that's how the today's even the youth today is suffering from this disease of i'm not enough and you know and i can say is that comparing comparing yourself with anyone is just like a betrayal to yourself you're betraying the part of you you are betraying so the part of you and it was it was similar for me as well and uh, as i said that meditation was the thing that really helped me became aware of these things but at that time when uh, when i was at school i really didn't do anything i was just that if if it was something emotional issue i just suppressed it right because i didn't know how to deal with this stuff people in school i mean the school never teach you how to deal with the comparison they they they, they never focus on these stuff later in life that i realized that these are the things that i do and in order to get rid of them course i need to as i said that i started asking powerful questions to myself and then i rejected any idea from my that is that was coming from inside me to compare myself with others or or i was getting from the external environment that you there is a need for you to compare yourself with others and and affirmations really helped me in this regard as well yeah. i started uh, you know about the you know self acceptance and everything so comparison is something it's like a it is it's like a very subtle disease i would say yeah yeah absolutely i think at the most cases it's 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 more mean than we probably think in the first place we compare often our 
weaknesses, our failures to the most amazing accomplishments of other people. There is such a big gap between. It's not a fair comparison, right? Yeah. It's not on the same page. And I think what we have to be aware of is that we are all on our unique, beautiful journey of growing and learning. So our path, is, our path is never comparable to someone else's path. So it's our unique path. And so we are not behind someone. We are not ahead someone. We are only on our unique path. And that's the beauty of life. And to becoming aware that no comparison is needed because it's our journey and nobody else's journey, right? Oh, yes, you said it right. It's it's our journey, and we really do not need <clears throat> to compare ourselves with anybody, anybody because, as I said, we all have uh, different programming, right? Different life experiences, and there is no need of comparison because even if the person that we are comparing ourselves with, maybe they are going through some difficult things or they, they are struggling in, maybe in another area of their life. They want ever show you that thing. So Absolutely. it's better to, to come to the realization that you are different. Your journey is unique and there is no need to compare yourself with others except uh, accept yourself the way you are. And to be to be aware that we are all a work in progress and that there is no destination. It's only the path. And we have to take these steps and every step matters on our journey so it's it's a never-ending story a lifelong process and we never reach uh, achieve this destination because it's always the ups and downs and the waves of life we are all surfing thank you so much Shada, for sharing these incredible insights and um, your beautiful thoughts about these transformational process we all have to face in our lives and we all on these specific path by recovering by readjusting by by elevating our mindsets and facing probably our subconscious limitations to unlock our full potential and i think that's a challenge that's crucial as a mindset and empowerment coach you are helping people to overcome their limitations and that's beautiful and growing up this is sometimes a very challenging situation so the question is what's needed to strengthen the mindset of students during their time at school and what's significant to integrate into our education system so that students are more able to become resilient, to become more confident, to unlock their unique potential while achieving their goals with less stress and more ease. And you mentioned two strategies before, like meditation and mindfulness. But do you have some other recommendations? What are the top three tools or strategies that are needed at school? I know meditation is one of them. Absolutely. And um, I forgot to mention that uh, in my Infinite Mind Academy, mindset, meditation, and mindfulness, these are the three pillars of uh, Infinite Mind Academy or the three ends of Infinite Mind Academy. And these are the things that I would love to incorporate into the educational system. And 
since you have already mentioned the mindfulness and uh, meditation, I would like to add the. Uh, it's my vision, I would say, that it is my vision to incorporate the self development or the mindset into the core into the educational institutions to raise first to raise awareness uh, awareness regarding the crucial role of our mind and how it affects any any or every area of our life because mindset is the single most important factor that is influencing any or every area of our life when a person or a student uh, you can say that when, when a student is constantly thinking about uh, something or believe in something or assign meaning to something right so they they will be they they'll have a direct impact on the choices they are making or the actions they are taking and uh, and the actions they are taking so mindset is very very crucial that is not being taught into this schools at least in my country because what i would say that the other thing is the overall self development field the educational institution are great i would say they but they are just focusing on on the basic subjects let's say science math english and you know and chemistry they are wonderful i'm not saying that uh, they are not doing something they are doing a great job but what we can really do is that we can add mindset we can add self development in it we can teach give workshops or uh, conduct workshops and seminars and even have an uh, a separate course on these things where we can really teach our students how to reset our mindset how to deal with the comparison how to get get ourselves into the action mode how to get rid of the procrastination how to you know increase your confidence because it is another thing that i have noticed uh, that most of the students lack confidence they are sure. so they are so uh, you know uh, they have fallen into the trap of comparison uh that they lack confidence in themselves so these are the subjects that really need do we talk about now as i said we have been never told in the school we have been always told in the school to concentrate but never taught how to concentrate so if we start you know teaching the students about these things because these are the basic skills of life and these are very Absolutely. necessary if if we are teaching our students that uh, uh we are teaching the students basic stuff and which is great i would say but we really need to teach them the basic skills of their life because when they are out into the real world then they really do not know how to deal with the failures then they really do not know how to embrace change they really do not know how to cultivate an achievers mindset they do not know how to face rejection right they absolutely are, and that's crucial yes and they are just Uh, you know comparing themselves with others comparing their life with others feeling that we are not enough and it's just that we are in the race right now the students are even in the race of being successful so once we'll create awareness regarding it we'll 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 start emphasizing the need for these things into the educational system then i will say that it will be a perfect combination where we are teaching the basic stuff or the you know and this real life stuff because this is real even if you Absolutely. do not teach them these this is stuff they will have to you know face this stuff they have they will have to face the fears they will they will come across the obstacles challenges they will have experience fears who will teach them this thing 
if you want Absolutely. then the life will teach them and that's what happened to me life taught me how to you know deal with these stuff you mentioned a very important aspect we not talk about earlier the topic of failure because i think that's a crucial topic at school how to handle failure how to see that every challenge we have every obstacle we have to face every setback we have and we all experience setbacks and falling down through our lives so how we rewire our minds to make the most out of it to see that as a stepping stone and not a stumbling block that's so crucial to become more aware of that failure is only a feedback and we can readjust uh yes i believe that failure is just a feedback i would say that it is an opportunity to learn and grow every successful person on the face of earth has faced failures you know have experienced failures not once not twice not thrice but yeah. millions of times right and it Absolutely. was their failures that made them the person that who we are we get to see this glamorous side of their success right we never get to see the challenges they had to go through the failures they they you know they encountered during their their lives and the, the sleepless nights the tears and anything or everything failure is something that i would say that uh to me failure is important why because when you fail you understand that something is not working then you had to readjust your approach right you get to understand that what you were doing was not really working for you so now you need to change this strategy it is just a feedback that whatever strategy you were using for yourself it really didn't work in your favor it might have worked in someone else's favor but it's not so it's not your thing so now just move to the next thing the next strategy that really helps when because when you do so you end up growing into the better version of yourself let's say if you pull in the first attempt if you get Absolutely good true. grace in the first attempt if you are getting everything in the in the first step then there is there will be no room for you to grow right but the failures will when you will fail over one um, one twice you know multiple times what is what is happening over here you are growing into the better version of yourself i always say that your dream has a purpose to serve and the purpose is to to become the greatest version of yourself and the fears uh, sorry the failures are the only thing that will turn or the pain the obstacles the challenges are the things that will turn into the greatest version of yourself because now you are learning now you're growing now you know what are the strategies that are working for you and that are not working for you and if you have got this knowledge then you no you can you nobody can ever stop you so fear is extremely important and how we can do that is just that we need to create awareness regarding this term failure that it is not something bad it is important uh it is important it's, it's increasing our resilience oh yes it is it is it is, it is, it is building resilience in us or it is it is uh, i would say if you think that the life is full of uh, the life is just you know butterfly roses rainbows <laughs> it's not it's not failure is the failure will be the part and parcel of your life okay you will face 
sometime in your life and if you do not know how to we just need to uh, to give a different picture of failure to our student that it's okay to fail and if you fail there is nothing to be feel ashamed about it is nothing to feel that oh i'm not good enough then no it's just that you have tried something it didn't work out for you let's try another let's try another absolutely once will change the perception of it in fact i would like to add a quote over here by dr wine dyer when you look at the things you see uh, sorry when you change the way you look at the things the things you looked at changes so once you you shift your perception towards failures and obstacles then you'll realize that they are there to grow you into the better version of yourself absolutely and I, it's one of my favorite quotes shut up it's one of my favorite quotes because it's so crucial that we are able to change it and that's beautiful because it's takes our power back to us we get in the driver's seat of our lives by listening to this and internalizing this beautiful quote i think that's yeah. a huge one thank yeah. you so much shut up for giving me the opportunity to ask you some powerful questions about what's needed at school and to share your very very beautiful thoughts your struggles your challenges and that's amazing because i think so many people can relate to the topics you mentioned and to the strategies and furthermore a huge thanks for sharing these beautiful ideas to uplift the mindset of the younger generation and we are nearly at the end of today's episode but before you leave i want to ask you some quick questions Sure. So that my listener can get to know you a little bit more. It's more the funny part of the interview. And I ask these questions, all my guests. And one question, probably you have answered it because the first question is, what's your favorite quote? But probably you have another one than one you mentioned before. Um, yes, there is a quote that really resonated by, resonates with my own life. Um, there are ears that question and there are ears that answer by uh, by zora uh, by zora nile Huston, and it was the quote that it was a few years back i stumbled upon this quote and it was something that resonated with me i didn't know the deeper meaning of it i just saved in my camera roll but now when i go back and looked into that quote i realized yes there are ears in a person's life when they they are you know just asking questions why certain things are happening to me and then the answer comes yeah. ah, so that's, that's, that's beautiful that, uh, yeah yeah that is my that's favorite a good quote. one yeah, yeah that's a good one um do you have one book you would highly recommend mm -hmm. yes Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself by Dr. George Spencer. Ah, and that's you, a good one. Yeah, and if you allow me, I would also like to share another, if you. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Awak okay, Awakening the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. These are the amazing books that you must read, I would say. Absolutely. Thank you yeah. so much. What's something about yourself that you hope will never change? my curiosity to learn that's beautiful i think that is so huge if we have curiosity we will always 
try to learn and grow, right? <laughs> yes, and it was my curiosity that made my wife so stronger and that why gave me courage to get out of my comfort zone and really put myself out there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, next one. If you could eliminate one weakness or limitation in your life, what would it be? I'm not sure whether it's a good thing or bad thing, but uh, sometimes in some phases of my life, I become super consistent with my discipline routine because consistency is my strength and I have a highly disciplined routine. But when I become super consistent with it over a few weeks, you know, for a long period of time, then sometimes I get exhausted. So I am trying to find a balance between the two, right? So I'm, I, yes, this is something that I am currently working on and would love to work on. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Another question. If it were possible, what superhero superpower would you want to have and why? Like flying Manif or something? <laughs> I don't know. Manifestation for sure. This is yeah, something big. No doubt one. about this. <laughs> No doubt that's about it. Great, that's a great one. I want to have it too. <laughs> Who doesn't want it? Who doesn't want it? Yeah. <laughs> if you could rule the world for one day, what would you do? It's only one day. I know a very short period of time. But what would you do if you have one day? Well, great question. And if I would have been given this opportunity to rule the day for 24 hours, I'll make it compulsory for the for each and every person on the face of earth to practice gratitude. Gratitude is underrated, I would say. It's the fastest way to shift your mindset. And imagine that uh, even if those 24 hours have been over, I'm I'm and I'm, I'm no no longer ruling the world. The impact of those 24 hours would be long lasting. And during the, those 24 hours, people have really test, tasted, you know, the essence of the gratitude. So even if the hours have been over, they will go back. They will tend to go back and practice gratitude or uh, incorporate gratitude in their, into their life because when we will be in during those 24 hours, when we will be practicing gratitude, the vibration of the world earth will rise and you can imagine the positive impact that it can have on a world so true that it's beautiful because i think it's a beautiful expression of love towards ourselves and towards others we can practice gratitude for ourselves expressing gratitude for our own being for our life and expressing gratitude towards others and it's a beautiful expression of love and our vibration instantly yeah, there's instantly. an instant change and that's so beautiful i really love this Thank you. I'm so thankful that uh, you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, Sharaf, today, your time. And it was awesome to meet you today for this podcast episode. Thank you so much for taking the time and for being my guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Katya, for having me here. It was an opportunity that I highly appreciate. Um, I really enjoy talking to you and sharing my experiences and perspective with your audiences. I really love this time. Thank you so much for your time and energy. 
We have reached the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and get motivated to share these insights with your friends and family. And if you are a parent or a teacher, you can speak with your kids and students about these thoughts and reflections from today's interview. Shadab gave us amazing insights about her own journey and path of self-discovery, her personal self-development journey, following her heart and passion project, leaving her comfort zone and overcoming her obstacles and building up her own confidence. She gave us profound insights into her strategies, her tools and ideas on how to overcome challenges and become more confident and strive for our own dreams. How important it is to live in alignment with our authentic selves and finding our individual path and unlocking our true full potential. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Soul Time. I'm very grateful because you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, your time. If you enjoyed this episode, click the subscribe button so that you get a notification every time a new episode is out. And if you are interested in more inspiring content, to uplift your mindset, unlock your true full potential, increase your confidence and resilience, take a look at the show notes, click the link and check out my Instagram account for more inspiring content. Take care of yourself, enjoy the week ahead, believe in yourself and I can't wait to speak to you next Sunday. Music